Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. Boom. We're back at it. <laughs> we are back at it. Lasagna in the highest. Lasagna in the highest, baby. You DM me fast. if you want one. DM me if you want one. That was from a, from an episode, right? Yeah. A couple episodes ago. Maybe. Shirts have already been printed. Yeah. So DM me on Facebook if you want it. Work something out. Um, let's do my dad joke. Do you know what is lighter than the color blue? What? Light blue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, Pete. <laughs> Just like his batting. Pete didn't so like far. it. <laughs> it's baseball season. We're back. Back yes. at it. Um, yeah. We listened to opening day on the radio. It was fun. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. I, John John Sterling still calling the games, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's still <laughs> yes. going? I'd love that voice. But oh, does he oh, still got, got it? Like me. mentally more yeah. than our president? Oh yeah, <laughs> doesn't take that that's, much. That's a, that's a, yeah. John will be good for a few like it's far, like it back back, yeah. and then it's like oh it's, it's caught. Pop-up. Yeah, like yeah, he's good yeah. for a few of those. He does that sometimes. Yeah. But also that was when uh, it was COVID and he was calling it off the monitor, and he's like, "I'm telling you, Susan, it looks like a home run off the bat." <laughs> Susan's still there too. Susan, oh wow. yeah, it's the greatest. It's like you're watching the game with your grandparents, mm. and they're calling the game, and you're just listening. I always enjoy it. I'll uh, never forget. I, I kind of wish Susan would retire. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget with her, like when it. Roger. It was like a episode of WWE, like where um, Roger Clemens was in. He's in the box. He's in George Steinbrenner's uh, yes, box. Yes, yes, that's, that's right. he's coming back. He's coming back. That's I was right. like, what is this wrestling? <laughs> of all the dramatic things, <laughs> they paid him like a million dollars to start, and he came. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, he's see? back. They're yeah. just iconic. Claire's family, were, um, that's like a line that they say a lot because that's what she says in the very beginning of that video. Is like, she's like, of all the dramatic things, <laughs> yeah. Roger Clemens. <laughs> See? They... He's in George's box. <laughs> that's baseball, Susan. Yeah. I, I love listening to them. I just love baseball season. It just Me too. Felt like uh, spring was in the air on Thursday. Oh, you want to feel old? Remember Dusty Baker's kid? Yeah, the one who pulled. Yes. You know he's in the majors. He's in the majors. Yeah. Wow. That was uh 2002 World Series. Yeah. Yes. First the Angels. Giants and Angels. That was a great World I Series. I remember watching that in Grandma's basement. Yes. The Rally Monkey. The Rally Monkey. And then Scott, Scott Spezio, Spezio had the red. The uh, red, he dyed his little soul patch. Soul patch. <laughs> and we would put tape on our chins. And then... Color, and color it red, red and pretend we were Scott Spezio. <laughs> Scott Spezio, what a Scott name! Spezio, yeah, that was funny. And that was such like a, I mean, it was a big World Series in the sense it was two LA teams, right? Because Anaheim, Anaheim Angels, and uh, San Fran. San Fran, but um, for us, like here on the East Coast, we didn't really have a dog in a fight. But I just remember being so into that World Series. We wanted Barry Bonds to lose. That's right. We just wanted Barry Bonds to and lose. And now I, I have come to age on him. Same. Like where I respect him a little more than I did. Yes. It was, you know what the problem was? What I realized is he was so cocky and nasty to the media. So it kind of came off that way. And also 
He wasn't in um, MLB The Show. No. It was like Bobby Box or something. No, like MVP Baseball. Yeah, MVP yes, Baseball. It was uh, Jason Dowd. Jason Dowd. Yep. I remember that. He wouldn't give he his wouldn't rights. He wouldn't give his rights. Yes. Yes. Which I felt like was kind of funny. So it was just a jacked white guy yes. pounding the ball. Over the it just didn't make sense. Yeah. Never. It, but I still put him on my team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was in Backyard Baseball, Barry. And he was in Backyard Baseball. Um. I got my top five. All right, so hit us. It's top five, like most popular, uh, like most popular dates to be born, like month end date. Oh, month end date. So yeah. like month and date. Month end date. So this is the most. So this is just a guess. Wow. Right. Yeah, and because uh, there's really I, no. Do you want a hint, or you want to try guessing a couple and then? Wait. So like we're saying. These are the like babies. There have been the so, most birthdays example, on this date. It would, I'll give a random date. October thirty first. The most babies were born on this day. And this was the, just this past year, or yeah, this is all the whole time? all time, all time. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really interesting. <laughs> How'd you find this? It's crazy. You Google. This is a cool thing. Wow. I guessing. I mean, there's three hundred and sixty five yeah, or yeah. three hundred sixty six days. It's. I'll let you guess a couple, and then I'll let you know like. Something then you pick dates. Okay. okay, so I'm gonna do a little math here. Okay, let's think about like Valentine's Day. Yeah. What's nine months from Valentine's Day as like a? Is it nine or is it ten? I've always. <laughs> isn't it technically ten months? It's technically from, ten months, right? Yeah. So let's do some math here. I think October, right? October. Or no, two ten uh, December. December. 12 so right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um we're gonna say december december 25th no. <laughs> what right. was your hint that you were gonna give us but actually that? no because josh is gonna have to get <laughs> josh is gonna get the first one right now it's, on this guest because he's been you want to guess streak. and then i'll give you the hint um okay i'm gonna guess if you get this i mean i'll probably <laughs> just walk off <laughs> Andrew's like setting me the links before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say like October. No. Oh, okay. July. June. No. June. No. January. Oh. December. No. May. Nope. August. Nope. <laughs> what? <laughs> what have we missed? April. Nope. March. February. September. Yes, yeah, September. Really? September is the most Where popular. Our, our kids were born. Yeah, all of our. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. All of my kids. Yeah. All of your kids. <laughs> Where we share one day too. We've mm-hmm. got three out of the five are born on one day. Yeah. And Logan was very close. Yeah. So September is number one. September, yeah, but you gotta guess the date. September seventeenth. Uh no, close. Twenty one. Uh no. Nineteenth. Oh. Nope. <laughs> give it to us. You want me to just give so it? So specific. Okay. So, so t- it's all of them are s- September. Oh really? September sixteenth is number one. September 9th is number two. Uh, Eli's birthday, my Eli, is uh, September twenty third. Wow. Um, September seventeenth is four, and September twenty fourth is five. So September. So people like to wow. make babies around Christmas and New Year's. There you go. Christmas That's time. Christmas yeah. and New Year's. New Year's that was, yeah. 
Makes sense. Christmas and all... New Year's. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it even gave you like the conceived dates. I was like, oh, let me leave that part out. <laughs> <laughs> the exact Christmas is a magical time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man now, so. <laughs> I'm a man now, Tanda. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> wow. That's such a uh, interesting thing. Interesting, I... Yeah. Yeah, so my twins are the 22nd, and then Eli's the 28th. Elliot's the 22nd. And yep. I got the 23rd. Oh, and and the Ron, Ronnie is... This is the 21st. 21st. Yeah. And oh, uh, September. Yeah, Abby is the 13th. Yeah, and we're loaded in September. When's Matt Moose? He's uh, in there, too. The 9th? No, I want to say 26. I want to say 26. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm right. <laughs> Our next one is going to be in October, though. That's uh, our fourth. Number four. A little oh, yeah. round of applause. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I don't think I've announced that yet. No. no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm applause myself. Yeah, we're having another baby, guys. <laughs> Number four more. Is that, that's, that's pretty good. It rhymes. I like that a lot. <laughs> Number four. Does that sound crazy to you? It sounds like a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think four before 30? In your wildest dreams, little imagine well, you walked up to middle school Josh and you said, "Hey, man." Yeah, yeah, no way. Middle school Josh, <laughs> no way. But I will say, as I got older, like I wanted to have all of them fast. You know, I wanted to be like a young, a young pop, a young pop. You know, young dad. So. And it's cool because they're very close in age, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. it'll be I think that's good. Four yeah. years between top and right. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. sort of like my. I think there's six years between the four of us. Four, six years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's so fun. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just an exciting time. You guys are all. I gotta, I gotta catch up. You know, I got four. We <laughs> got two. I'm, I'm trailing behind over here. I'm the only one. I might be retired. <laughs> retired. I'm retired. Hanging it up. I'm hanging it up. <laughs> <laughs> two boys. Gone in a day. There you go. What an exciting time. Well, I'll tell you what. We need to keep leading the charge here as, uh, like we said last week, our families are under attack. So it's important yeah. important for us to continue to Perfect. keep keep pushing through. Perfect little segue into uh, the St. Joseph uh, time. And the most important thing about all of it is family. Uh, the As St. Francis called Joseph, Mary, and uh, Jesus the, the perfect trilogy. Um, St. Francis de Sales mm. and uh, there's um, the beginning like me and Ryan were saying uh, it was if you listen to on audible it was a little a little hard at first because it kind of reminded me of like schooling in the beginning but like the main thing is taking in the message and just yep. like listening and just understanding and um, it was yeah. funny listening to because I haven't listened to an audiobook in a while Um but I was in the car a lot on Thursday, so I was like, let me just listen, because I'd rather not put it off until the end of the day. And <laughs> when I put it on, I was like, wow, you're right. This is like this is like school. Like, it was so <laughs> monotone, yeah. like, the way the guy, like, spoke. They're not all like that. Normally, yeah. they're very, like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. very energetic. Yeah. I'll tell reading. you, the best one audiobook that Claire and I listened to is we listened to The Hobbit, and it, uh, it was read by Andy Serkis. So Andy Serkis oh, is the guy that does, um, he plays Gollum, 
But um, let's see. He's got like a he's like a British voice, and he's he's kind oh, of a popular cool. guy. But he, he did. He was so animated and like. Did he reread it? Like, was it redone recently? Because like I obvious well, obviously like he's not reading it when it first came out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. I think it was a recent recent recording, and it was, it was very good. So I recommend that if you guys want to read The Hobbit and just listen to it on Audible. Or, I read The Hobbit a long time ago. Andy Circus. Reading to you is phenomenal. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> the Hobbit. I wish I knew that because yeah. The Hobbit was my summer reading book freshman year of high school. Yeah, that was the first test I ever took at uh, Shamnad, and I got a seventy-six. Mm. Thought my life was <laughs> over. <laughs> Didn't and, read the book. So what do you think was going to happen? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We figured it out. <laughs> the duck. Get out of here. Ar- Aragon. Qui-Gon. Aragon. Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon Jin. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so St. Joseph. One day we'll stream that of Ryan watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah, just <laughs> it'll just be a stream of my face watching. You won't see, you'll just see me reacting to it. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get there. It was one of my New Year's resolutions, so I will. <laughs> it was mine too to make Ryan watch Lord of the Rings. I mean, we got your... a duck sent to us for crying out loud because you haven't watched. <laughs> Three months down, I'm almost there. <laughs> You will not make me. <laughs> no, I will. I will. Hey, I you know what? To. I just realized. What's that? I did the joke about light blue and dark blue, and we changed to like dark blue. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. That's right. How about that? Yeah, the my, stars uh, are aligned. My boy Eli was like being all cute the other day, and he kept asking me like, Daddy, can we can we paint the living room? I was like, uh, just, okay. <laughs> and then I forgot that he holds me to everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why don't we uh, paint the studio? So he he came in here with like a big smock on and he was painting the wall and it was it was amazing. He did a great job. It's good. Uh, follow, what do you, what do you think about? Uh... Oh, I I had to keep him away from them because <laughs> he wanted to break them apart and play with them and all that. So I was like, no, just just for looking at, <laughs> just for looking at. Yeah. yeah, it looks great. I like the darker color. Yeah. I think that yeah, looks really I have to cool. Do the rest of the room. I just did the set area, but I want to. I was just testing the waters here, and I, I love it. So I think I'm going to do the rest of the room. Nice. Is this a color you had elsewhere? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. So I just redid this bathroom here. Oh, okay. Nice. I painted the tiles and I redid the whole the whole room and um, I did the walls. This this color. Nice. White and navy. Is that a rewarding feeling? Doing things, things like that, yeah. you just put a toilet in. Yeah. I did. I just put a toilet yeah, in. I love doing and I just stuff a like that. Head. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, you feel great after you do something. Yeah, yeah. And I thought the toilet was going to be extremely hard, mm-hmm. but uh, no. no, it was. Uh, I was pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, the it took the, an hour. But. Well, the, this is kind of a, a revelation <laughs> that I had when I was first like a homeowner. Was like all you have to do, like like everyone everywhere, just you just you learn to do something and you can do it. And now we have the YouTube where you can just watch a video. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. you know? And like yeah. literally you can watch a video on anything and every topic and every model of every whatever. And like you can just do it. Yep. It's like I started doing that around the house. I was like, man, I love this. So I like knocked on walls and like build walls and fix things. And it's it was just funny. Blast, man. I was nice. talking about YouTube and like watching things to like get an idea. So I'm trying to caulk the bathtub and I got it in the thing and I'm pressing it. I'm like, I don't understand. I cut the thing. And I can't figure it out. And I'm getting so annoyed. And then I look it up. I'm like, oh, I'm going to feel so dumb. when I, And the guy's like, explaining it, put it in. I was like, I did this. I did this. He's like, he pulls this little lever on the side. And I look on my caulk gun. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you just poke the hole. There's this, it's sealed on the inside. I was like, damn. <laughs> I spent all this time trying to, I'm like, pressing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I was you, like, gotta, oh. you gotta stab a hole yeah. into it first. <laughs> See, I, I, that simple I tried. I put a nail in, but it wasn't it big wasn't, enough. It wasn't deep yeah. enough. Yeah, it wasn't long enough. So I was like, the nail went in. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then the guy's like, yeah, just this thing. I was like, oh, man. But that's it. It's, <laughs> if you didn't have that, you would Yeah, you I would have not known. I would have gave up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, going back to uh, Joseph and what we were reading, one thing that... You know, you're supposed to, they tell you to, with the Mary and like how you go to her to find your way to Jesus. Yep. And we don't really go to, people don't really go to Joseph to go to Jesus. Um, one thing I was thinking about is like how, remember in uh, Luke where Jesus gets lost and, well, not really lost. He, he yeah, was doing was his thing. Tempo, so when he, when Mary finds him, she says like, how could you do this to me and your father? She doesn't say your foster father. She says your father. And like, that was like, like rereading that was like, Oh yeah, it's his father. Like that's his father. The best kept secret, right? St. Joseph sometimes doesn't get all the attention. As I think others, um, but it's just the a, Pope just wrote like a, a, a piece on St. Joseph. Yeah. So what was it? I think it was 2021 yeah. was announced the year of St. Joseph. Um, I think that's when we did the consecration at first. Um, Reading about St. Joseph was so cool. It just opened up so many, like, reflections and ways. And you're right. Like, you don't... I feel like it's easy to sometimes miss that whole part of, like, Joseph was Jesus' father here on earth. So mm-hmm. all of the things... And you like to think about, like, the way that Jesus acted and lived in his public ministry was because of all the things that he learned from Joseph. Yeah, and it even know, like, says that in the Luke where he says, I went back and was obedient to man, and mm-hmm. um, he learned things from his father and went forward from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so day one was kind of just like a, almost an extension of the introduction in a sense because it was like, why St. Joseph? Like, why now? Um, and we mentioned that in the previous episode, just kind of briefly talking about the introduction and how the the families are just really under attack today, especially in today's society, right? Mm-hmm. So now more than ever, I think to have a model like St. Joseph, someone to look to, um, to learn from, I just know how greatly I've benefited from, the, you know, the different things that I've been able to pick up from, from talking and learning about St. Joseph, because there is so much there to learn about that, like, we don't necessarily see right away you know it's just like slowly over time and that's what they were talking about a lot over the introduction how joseph has been more and more revealed throughout the life of the church um, when all the saints that have started to look to him more and the powerful works that he's done in in different people's lives and saints mm-hmm. specifically um and for us as fathers just that i mean man right you, you mentioned it with joseph and and just Mary's fiat and her yes. And as much as Mary's fiat was so important in this world, like Joseph being willing to accept the, you know, all of that too and taking Mary in and, and that yes is just as important and such a model for for us to to really kind of try to emulate. And that's the whole idea with the consecration, right? It's, you know, for us to learn about St. Joseph to try and become... Um, I think the word they used was apparate, not apparition. I forget the word they used exactly, but basically like we're trying to reciprocate, you know, the way Joseph lived. Um, and that's really what the consecration kind of does. Gives us just so much insight into his life. Um, and it's really cool. It's been 
I'm excited to like dive into it a little and, bit. And like more. how important was he in Jesus's life? Like Jesus, we touched on like him uh, running to the temple and coming back and then saying he'll be obedient and living out his life and boom, he's 33. But yeah, that hidden life yeah. that we miss. Um, we're talking about that a little bit in the, the catechism in a year now, like or in a few days before, right? Like Jesus's hidden life, the life that kind of from that loss of the temple and then his public ministry. And yeah, like Jesus that learned the, the craft of his father, right? Being a carpenter. Um, and just like I think of the way that I live and or different tendencies that we all have, a lot of it comes from our fathers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so Jesus, of course, like lived in a way that Joseph would have lived. And Joseph, I'm sure, had to just understand all of that of like, that's surreal to me. To know that this is the son of God and you're responsible for raising this this child, that just puts things in perspective to just how amazing Joseph's life must have been. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, because, you know, I think um, obviously he was really important in his formation as a, as a person, as, as like his human, human aspect and his human side. And so that's why... Um, Joseph is so important, you know? Yeah, so the litany of St. Joseph is what we pray at the end of each day. Um, and it kind of touches on, and that's how the consecration is broken up, his, like his qualities, right? Like the best qualities of St. Joseph. Um, the one that always sticks out to me and that I try to practice more and more is, is humility. Because, mm-hmm. right, Joseph doesn't have any words in the Bible. Um, Joseph, Joseph, uh, died before Jesus's public ministry became, you know, started. Like Joseph did everything for Jesus and Mary and and raised Jesus and then stepped away, right? And then it was and Joseph had to know that, right? Like he needed to step away for Jesus to I was to go. I was thinking about that too, like when like the point that you just said he died is like, you know, when we're coming up on Easter this week, um when Jesus went down and had to push his way through hell to open the door to get everyone to heaven did he like bring joseph with like joseph was down there right yeah that's an interesting right? thought i don't know i would like to think joseph would so have. no no so the the theology is a little different um i don't know if you want to dive into this but well there's <laughs> the abraham's Ab- bosom right? abraham's bosom yes yeah. so that, that's where like the righteous would go so it's assumed that like he joseph was, was probably there yeah I would, I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's such a complex part of. No, I mean, he, de- he definitely, was. I, he definitely was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could yeah. say that pretty confidently. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was like a part where, like, especially when I was younger, is like, like, you know, just taking that in of like the whole Easter Sunday and like how Jesus had to die for our sins and go to hell and then go up and open the door it was like how I thought everyone just went there, like you. That was it. You're just in darkness until. Jesus was able to save everyone. Mm. But I knew about Abraham's bosom, but <laughs> I st- I had no idea. <laughs> when we I still think about that sometimes. Bosom <laughs> I forget is chest. Yeah. Took me a while to learn that one. Think of the relief Abraham had. He's like, Oh thank God, I yeah. get them off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, You didn't tell me about that God during the covenant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So two days into the consecration, I know this episode will be released, and at that point we'll be a little further down the line, but um, it was really just kind of a quick sort of an introduction to kind of like what we're going to be getting into um, to learn about St. Joseph and everything. And I just felt at this point in time, like in life, 
I felt like there was just a need for me personally to to kind of lean into St. Joseph again, which just especially because this is on its way to the feast day for St. Joseph as a patron saint of workers. Um, and just, you know, Joseph lived in a way where he was understanding and obedient and a sense of this craft that I have and just the way that I need to live is, is carrying out God's plan. Right. And like, sometimes I miss that. And I think can be a great reminder for us. It's like, you know, work can feel meaningless sometimes, especially if you don't feel like it directly relates to anything of significance. Like it can just feel like that. And it's, it's always good to have some sort of reminder of like, no, this is like the way you carry yourself and the way you work is living out God's will in your life. And there's so much virtue and value that can come from just working hard, you know, and And, putting your best into it. And that's our sanctification. You know, that's what our vocation is, is it's what, what we do that gets us to heaven, you know, and, and we're all cursed to work ever since Adam. Right. And so this is all a burden that everyone must kind of carry. And if you seek the Lord's will, then whatever it's going to be, it's going to sanctify you, you know, and that's kind of the intention of the work. And, and so regardless of what it is you're doing, it's important to remember that and to keep that in mind. Cause I think oftentimes we, we always want to like make a difference and, you know, all these kind of these words, that, you know, they tell you in college that you have to change the world and you have to do all these things. The reality is you just got to bring Christ into your life and you got to do the will of the Father and you could be doing accounting at some lame place. But ultimately, like, if you're invested in it and if that's what the Lord wants you to do, then it's sanctifying. It's going to make you a better person and ultimately you're going to be who the Lord wants you to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, regardless of the, of the profession or whatever it is that you're doing, there's always an opportunity to bring Christ into that yeah, work. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And exactly. I, I've been seeing that now that I'm I'm working again. Is it's like it really, there's like such an, there's, there's opportunities in every moment of every single day that you can just hand people Christ in the way that you look at them, the way that you smile at them. That's like one thing that everyone is saying that like they don't understand why I smile so much. Like that's the one thing that I get. It's like Josh, why are you so happy? Because everyone else is so miserable. <laughs> And the, and like I could see the change, the change happening, you know, like uh, within my workplace. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. I like to hear stuff like that because I, I feel that right. I think about that often when I go throughout my day because there was this longest time of just like, man, I'm not even doing anything remotely close to helping change the world, like you said, yeah, right, or yeah. just bringing Christ into the world. But then, kind of clicked a little bit. We've talked about this, I think, a couple episodes ago of just that idea of like every interaction you have is a great opportunity for you to bring Christ into someone else's life. The thing that I'm struggling with and I want to help, that's why I'm turning to St. Joseph here is like, it's hard not to feel exhausted at the end of the day and then think, okay, now I'm home and I can relax. And it's like, no, you still need to do more, like keep pushing and be the best you can be at home because that's more important. Even, even if you have a slow day at work, you're still like, constantly like got to be on and ready for people and like listen and like interact with people and like deal with things even though if it's slow but then like you're exhausted from that and then when you come home you're still exhausted because then you have someone you know you got children you got to take care of you got to do all this other stuff and it's just you know it can feel like a lot you know it can feel like a lot that's important to lean into saint joseph because 
that was his role too. You know, he had to work and then also come home to the Messiah, you know, (laughs) imagine that (laughs) having to take care of him, you know, and and, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's important to do that. And then, so that's what I do. Like every day I just try to like bring the, bring grace in, into my life and and ask the Lord's invitation every single day. And I, whenever things get tough, I'm just like, Lord, give me the grace to get through this. Like, Like, give me the grace to get through this. And that's like always like constantly, like a prayer that I'm constantly saying when things are kind of difficult and I'm stressed and I'm tired and maybe I'm losing that joy a bit. Um, and I think that's probably what St. Joseph did too, you know, as he like really leaned into his his own, you know, Jewish faith and his, you know, relationship with, with Adonai and all that good stuff um, yeah. to help him do what he had to do to, you know, rear uh, the son of man. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And it is neat too because um, I was reminded of this recently. Like, like you said, the Jewish faith, they uh, Jews at that time, right? Like, memorized the the mm. Torah and everything, and knew the Psalms in and out and left and right. So I'm sure that it was a constant, you know, turn to prayer in in different moments that were difficult. Which, if you watch uh, the Chosen, like they really show that, like of how like Matthew is trying to learn it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because like everyone else is like, you call yourself a Jew and you don't know this. And then, they, you know, yeah. And also with the chosen too, like um, one thing I I mentioned this a long time ago on the show. One scene I love is like when a wagon breaks down and Jesus goes and fixes it. And like it's showing that like touches back to Joseph. Yeah, like that little sneak peek of what of like, wow, is that he picks stuff up from his dad and is like doing that and then. Yeah. Tools of the trade. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good stuff. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool to think about that. That like it's the hidden life of Jesus, but it's also this big moment of where Joseph was so impactful um in, in Jesus's life. And I think what is so cool now, and um I think it touches on it a little bit more down with the consecration or further along in the consecration, but uh Joseph's impact on different saints and different miracles that that Joseph has kind of taken part in. Um, I, I think it's in, so this might be a little spoiler, but it's just a really cool story that I thought was so neat and we could share. But um, there is a staircase. I forget where. I, I'm pretty sure it's in the consecration because I think this is where I, I learned it from. But um, it was, I believe it was a... a order of nuns that they're building a a convent or whatever it was and there was construction going on and the person who was completing the construction of the uh, building and everything built the choir loft and built the like the chapel and everything but did not build any stairs to the choir loft Mm. and the way that the choir loft was built and structured that required like a very weird sort of stairs to get up there. Like it couldn't, you couldn't have like a traditional trajectory stairs to get up to it. So the nuns being nuns prayed about it. Right. And asked for God's intercession and all of it. And someone arrived at their uh, convent, basically just knocked on the door without any sort of like, you know, just showed up and said, Hey, I'm, I'm here to, to build your staircase. Um, and he was like, but I just ask that you leave me alone while I work. So completed the work and at the end of the work was gone and they couldn't find him again. 
and the wood was tested and what was used was wood from the region where Jesus was living, right? And the way the staircase was built, it was built in a spiral way that engineers came in and they said, this is physically impossible. Like, this should not be standing. And it was a spiral staircase up to the choir loft. Um, I'm pretty sure those are the details. Again, it was a while since I've read it, but I do believe that it is in um, the consecration. So a little spoiler, but what a cool, like, just little, like, St. Joseph is active, you know, like, Reach out to him. Uh, what did we say? In day two today, they talked about St. Joseph is the increaser. Like, he increases our lives. Like, we can turn to him when we need uplifting and all of that. Um, so he's just a really awesome person and man and an inspiration for us as fathers, you know? Yes, Yeah, 100%. Definitely 100%. Cool. Yeah, we got to bring that in to, to our fatherhood. You know, that's one thing that I feel like people just don't really talk about or maybe discuss enough is like the importance of fatherhood. I mean, I think people understand it and know it, right? Like, you know, we're looking at a culture that is like unbelievably fatherless, you know, and, and how much that has just completely destroyed families. You know, it's it's crazy to, to think about the reality. Like if, if dad isn't around, like there's really no hope for a family, you know? And so I think it, it's such an important time us to, to recognize the importance of, of fatherhood and, and, and our role in that for our kids and for their lives, to be active and to be present to them, but also being able to still provide for them and, and to work and, and all that. But yeah, it's, it's a balance, but it's very, very important. It's critical to, again, the, the, the battleground of the family. Like if you want a good family, like this is, this is what we need, you know? Yeah, that balance, man, will always be working on that balance because it's a it's a tough one for sure because you want to give everything that you have to provide to to for your family but you don't want to sacrifice the time that you should be spending with your family right yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly cool that's where that's where prayer comes into play right i think we're very fortunate to have that understanding at this point and to be able to turn to it i wish i do it more i wish i turned to prayer more but it's something i'm striving for right every day so yep uh, stay rooted in Christ yeah this is it cool appreciate you guys thanks for listening peace peace